Warning. You are about to listen to another episode of the Skulls of Wrath Weekly Podcast. A podcast with a heavy focus on heavy metal. Be vigilant and visit skullsofwrath.com to view the content of previous episodes and to scope out their activity on the social media platforms, Facebook, Spotify, Twitter and YouTube. Proceed with caution, and listener discretion is advised. Is advised. Is advised. Is advised. Warning. Welcome to the Scars of Wrath Weekly podcast number five. Made it to number five. No, no, calling it weekly is a bit generous, but uh, it is closer to being weekly than not, I guess, so I'm going to stick with that. But uh, yeah, uh, we have some news, we have some music, and we have some tourists. But the first bit of news is a fair bit of a heavy sort of heavy pace, so what we're going to do is there's another bit of news that came out this week that's kind of not really newsworthy for the podcast here I don't think um, but does bring about a certain amount of discussion I think what it is is it involves the site Twitch and it involves Trivium and Matt Heffy and streaming music uh, covers of songs so what okay so the basic rundown is I've got no problem with them doing it or anything like that making money out of it or this and that. No, no worries at all I understand the music industry is difficult and hard and um it's hardly like it was uh, 30, 40 years ago with cocaine parties and piles of cash just being thrown everywhere. Uh, but my understanding is that his spare time on his own, uh, hopefully any money he's making out of it isn't being sucked up by the record label, some, one, some sort of weird sort of 360 deal or whatever they call them these days. But my understanding is that the streaming site, which apparently you can stream anything now, I thought it was just computer games, I don't know anything about it, but Matt Heffy is streaming himself doing things like, well, playing music and that sort of stuff, and I'm assuming he's taking requests, maybe, I don't know, but he's, he's popped up every now and then. I think the first time I noticed was when uh, the internet was going crazy over that song Africa by Toto, that old 80s song, online just seemed to go crazy for it, and he did a cover, it was the first time I heard it. I just rolled my eyes and it's like, oh, another one of those trends. It'll be gone in a day or two, and fair enough it was. But now he's sort of popped up with a cover of a Backstreet Boys song. Now, like I said, at the start of us, before I jump into the discussion side of things, no problem, if he's making money of it, uh, all for it. He is a professional musician after all, he needs to make his, uh, his cash somehow. And uh, why not do that? If someone's people willing to give him money, then go for it. That's what the platform's set up for. Sure, fine. Uh, personal tastes, covers. I prefer 80s pop and a metal sensibility. That's always the. If you're sort of going for a non metal to metal cover, that's the way I like it. If you're not just going to be covering metal songs directly, you know. And covers, just in general, I mean, just if you want to discuss, discuss covers, it's always very subjective, very contextual. I think uh, sometimes you can really miss the mark when you think you've sort of onto a onto something good. But no, so my issue is not he's streaming or that he's you know he's a professional that's on making money somewhere else. You know, all for it, go for it. If more people could do it, all the better. 
I'm just wondering, the point I want to discuss is that being a professional musician that he is, and the platform is open, I'm assuming, to everybody uh, and anyone who is, has the equipment to hook up themselves and film themselves doing things, be it computer games or playing music, being a professional in this regard into what he's doing, is that, is that kind of going against the spirit of the platform or what it was set up for, or, you know, the... the ruining the fun of it for other people? Is that a thing? Just raising a question. I don't know. I thought every time I see it, I, just, I wonder if it's... Not, not that, oh, he's being a professional musician, he shouldn't do that. No, more or less. As a professional musician, is he kind of... Dare I say, I don't know. Is he raising the bar for that cold hard cash? A little bit too high for your average uh, immature. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, if you've got a um, an opinion on that, let us know. We have, uh, this will probably be up on uh, YouTube and Facebook and all that sort of stuff. If you use Twitch, if you know about Twitch, tell me about it, because I'm not going to Google it. Because I don't want ads popping up about things I'm not interested in. And being bombarded with crap. I'm really not interested in I could talk for hours about that sort of nonsense, and then we'll be off. But this podcast is about music, not about random tangents. I tried this, not the first time I tried uh, recording this. Uh, I had a few interruptions stuff like that, but at one point I was half an hour in before I'm realising I'd gone off on a massively long tangent. Anyway, um, so that's first thing. So, yeah, just a bit of a discussion. I think um, it's a curiosity. I, I, I know that sounds like it's on the fence, but I really don't know anything about the Twitch uh, streaming service at all. I don't think I come across it is when I, I fall asleep on the couch and four hours later I wake up and I'm still watching... YouTube on the phone or the tablet or whatever, uh, this seems to be a 50-50 chance that I'm watching some sort of failed video compilation from Twitch or something like that, that sort of 20 videos in, it sort of climbed its way to that thing from watching metal music videos to that, yes, it was weird, so yeah, so I'm sort of on the, I don't know anything about it, I just thought it was a curiosity, it was a curious case or something, I mean maybe, does he have a special platform like on the, on the site? Uh, is a special category for professionals? Are there other professional people, like professional uh, computer gaming people doing stuff on there? I don't know. I just thought, like I said, curiosity. I wonder if that's the that's situation. But anyway, that's a discussion for today aside. Into news now. And our first news is, uh, like I said, sort of pretty heavy. It uh, involves um, well, the passing of someone, the lead singer of a band who I'm a fan of. And that's my involvement summed up, I'm just a fan. I haven't had any interviews with the band at all, um, I've not, uh, been a fan of them for a number of years now. Got into them with their album from a couple of years back, is it 2012? Similar to that, Starbound Beast, quite a few songs with that record are. Little uh, songs I like to revisit from time to time. Unfortunately, well, basically what I'm going to do, I'm, I'm terrible at these uh, sort of um, tribute uh, mourning sort of type things, but uh, it's Huntress, the band Huntress, and I'll read the official, I'm assuming official, uh, Facebook post that the band put out here, and then I'll just sort of wrap it up afterwards, but it is with crushed hearts that we announced that Jill Janice, the front woman for the Californian heavy metal band Huntress, passed away on Tuesday, August 14. A long-time sufferer of mental health, she took her own life outside of Portland, Oregon. Janice spoke publicly about these challenges in hopes of guiding others to address and overcome their mental illness. Janice was a truly special, creative, 
involved with numerous musical projects, including her role as vocalist for female metal slash hard rock cover band The Starbreakers and Chelsea Girls. In addition, Janice was a co-composer and creator of an upcoming rock opera with Trans-Siberian Orchestra's Angus Clark and had a decade-long career as the NYC DJ Penelope Tuesday. Her music career began in childhood. Beyond her accomplishments in the music world and in advocacy for mental health issues, she was a beautiful person, passionate about her family, animal rescue, and the world of natural medicine. She'll be missed more than she could have ever known. This is for the States. Uh, if you or anyone you know might be at risk of suicide, call 1-800-273-8255 to reach the National Suicide Prevention Line in the States. There's uh, all the countries around the world uh, all have national, local versions of this, so go check out uh, the one that applies to you. But this is one for the States, being an American band. Like I said, I didn't, haven't had any interviews or anything like that in the past with these guys, but I am a fan of the band. I came across them with Starbound Beast. And I always sort of felt that the, her approach as a female vocalist was kind of her own. It was kind of like she took her own, she had her own idea and um, sort of followed that. Um, she wasn't really sort of following sort of, you know, in the footsteps of some other, one of her contemporaries or, so, or you know, someone else or anything like that. She really was, uh, she had her own ideas and she sort of followed through with those, uh, which is good, I guess, was sort of what made you a fan of the band. And sort of the annoying thing with that is, with her being female lead singer in a metal band, is that you sort of go to search for Huntress in any given music site thing, music service, and the suggestions are all other female lead singers, despite a completely different sound. You know, you search for Huntress, Get the sort of more heavy metally Sabbath, Sabbath kind of worshipping without sort of being too stonery, kind of you know, real sort of riffy kind of awesomeness. But then you've got Arch Enemy and Otep and In This Moment and all that sort of stuff. It's really annoying, it's, it's different, completely different sounds. I'm not looking for you know, I'm into the music, the sound, I'm not searching for a band. You know, you go to search for a band like Huntress, and then the other recommendations are like, oh. Have you tried Arch Enemy, or In This Moment, or Otep? The only difference is the, who the female, the kind of female lead singer. There's no, no other link to sound. It doesn't make any bloody sense. It's stupid. It's a, a, but you might as well look up ACDC and be like, well, there's a dude on the microphone. Have you tried Cannibal Corpse? Hey, <laughs> you know there's there's no linking them on the sound. So why they're being brought up as a bloody recommendation? It's irritating. I'm not trying to be one of these people like, well, you know, it's, a, it's a. I'm looking for a band, I'm looking for the sound, I'm looking for that, the different aesthetic, musically speaking. Why are you linking? There's no, no link in that respect at all. It's gone off on random tangents, just because it's the thing. But anyway, that gripe aside, that's probably the end of the news there, really, on that case there. So, yeah, moving on now. So, uh, change text wee bit I guess. Uh, we've got the Download Festival that first came to Australia was it this year? Early this year? Was it last year? I can't remember. I didn't go. I don't, you know, my rolling in money. The pretty plane ticket over there as well as the everything else involved. But apparently it uh, did well enough to warrant a return this year well next year, you know, in the next season for 2019 to Melbourne and also adding a date in Sydney. 
So early March, look out for early March there. Lineup's coming soon, and apparently it's meant to be a corker. Yeah, this is kind of second news piece I'm not too that jazzed about. Sort of when it first, it was a sort of a funny idea when it first popped up, and then it's like, ah, I'm kind of a bit. Now that I mention it now, I'm almost going to skip it over, but I mention it. Now there's a festival over in North America called Heavy Montreal. And, I mean, I first came across this uh, one, it's kind of really heard, I never really heard about it. I guess it may be in a passing news story or something, but never really heard of Heavy Montreal until I was interviewing a band who was, at the time, probably a fortnight away from playing at the festival. And I saw the uh, final post, whatever, the lineup poster for it, and it was just massive. It's this huge thing, it's really insane. And you recognise most of the bands there. It was, uh, it was a crazy amount of bands. But what with some sort of soundproofing company set up shop and filmed an ad uh, alongside the stage, alongside the mosh pit, set up a, a, a nursery for babies with soundproofing. And it works. I was like, uh, initially, see the headline and the way the headline was, whatever. It sounded funny and it's all like, oh, crazy. Then you follow it through and then there's the ad. It's a thing, and you're like, mm. the fun was slightly sucked out of it. So, moving on to the next story now. <laughs> As I lay dying. Now, they're a band notorious for having their frontman, Tim Lambesis, recently released from prison, recently reformed the band. I guess he sort of made it with the guys. And now they're touring Europe. Now, there seems to be quite a taboo, a cultural taboo for this in the States. Where I'm sitting here in New Zealand, this is a very movie, a very Hollywood kind of crime, where he tried to hire a hitman to deal to his wife, his partner, or whatever. I don't know. It's very much like an American, like only in America, very sort of Hollywood. Like where else in the world? Certainly in New Zealand. You know, coming from as a New Zealand perspective, how would you even? What, what are you? But in the states, are you just? He's just, you know, public enemy number one. Which is uh, interesting, I guess. Yeah, fair enough, maybe. But in Europe, they don't see it that way. And even in Germany, he's having to... Well, they're upgrading venues. They're selling out shows, and in Germany, they're upgrading venues. Apparently, uh, in sort of writing this uh, notes for this, there's... Um, in June, they released a song, My Own Grave, where, um, I guess, Tim Lambesis, the vocalist there, I didn't mention it. He sort of addresses all those issues. So yeah, so I mean, again, if you've got some insight into what what the uh, well, sort of the, what, what the taboo is over in the states, it sort of seems very like, like an episode of Cops. Moving on now, for that sort of interesting Atlanta story too. Um, actually, I don't know why I've got this down here. It's kind of like a, a news, but kind of like yeah. Sepultura recently visited our shores not too long ago the Death Angel remember they're still working on securing the World Rover release or releases I guess for the doco uh, the documentary it's called Endurance and apparently it's I think it's it's what I have written down here they're still working on securing worldwide release for their official documentary I forgot to look into exactly what that means <laughs> <laughs> you know, like what? No, I don't know whether they're meaning some securing the releases 
but I still need people to sign off because there's a bunch of talking heads and, and this that and the other thing and I, and I guess with the history like uh, like about the Sepultura probably a few people that uh, might be a bit more harder to get hold of for Sepultura official management uh, or whether they're just trying to secure a release date I, I don't know what the, what the issue is but it's called Endurance like I said and there's a trailer for it out there and while I don't speak Portuguese as some of the trailers in and it's certainly subtitled in I'm assuming it's Portuguese it kind of comes across more like a standard fair kind of history documentary behind the scenes kind of thing for a band that you see quite often um, you know interviews always the uh, band's totally awesome and it changed the world and or once or twice there's uh, this band should have ever made it there against all odds kind of thing um, but still they changed the world all that of course set uh, to a Sepultura soundtrack so it's well, you know, I'm sure gonna be pretty awesome. <laughs> Alright. Alright, so that's news done and dusted. On to music now. Uh, now, I don't really have a B-side too much. Fortunately, uh, last week was rather hectic, and I literally didn't have the time or opportunity to sit down and listen to any of the new albums. So what, what I'm going to do for the homework, middle homework, is just going to add two albums, and I'll cover it later on. And I'm going to listen to last week's one. Uh, last week's homework and this week's one sort of side by side or whatever you know one after the other but uh to the new audio visuals as opposed uh, as as per our youtube playlist for this uh there's a new band out called downpour featuring uh the front man from shadows fall brian fear and an ex unearth guy and probably a few other bands uh, guys from other bands as well they have a new song out called truth and suffering from a new album which i think is self-titled not a hundred percent on that one but I think now I have from when I first looked into the pre-order options I don't confirm this but I saw somewhere that you could get a clip of Brian Fair's dreadlock if you remember Shadows Fall back in the day he had like the he's like six foot tall and he had like eight foot worth of nine foot worth of dreadlocks gone on apparently I think it's uh, written up in one of the blog reports news reports for it you know, if you listen to the track, if you're like a massive Shadows Fall fan, probably don't get your hopes up too much. Because it's kind of a bit more singing, progressive y kind of approach, I guess. I mean, it's not like. It's like 90% of the way through the song before it's sort of quietly. The vocals are sort of sort of low in the piece, so it's kind of harder to make out when he does start cracking on, you know, just uh, screaming properly. Anyway, so that's down poor. Like rain downpour, down, D O W N P O U R, downpour. I don't know how has. There's a few other ways of saying uh, spelling poor. I guess just as a word. Um, next song we have is Wolfheart. I will call them a black metal band, but they kind of. I saw them sort of describe themselves as winter metal. They have a new video for Breakwater. It's coming from the new album Constellation in of no Constellation of the Black Light, which is due at the end of September. The video for this one, they have a video for Breakwater, uh, <laughs> kind of a funny one. It's sort of yeah, it's a performance piece, standard. It's at night time, they got fire, fire, fire elements sort of burning in front of them as they play. And to cut with scenes, what appears to be the vocalist running through like uh, Nordic, I guess Nordic ice. Sceneries in like torn jeans and a torn like jackety thing. 
that right. torn hoodie thing. Like, okay, it's, <laughs> it's like, what, five or six minute long clip? And it's uh, all epic, and it's all, you know, massive shots, and it, perfect for uh, places around Wanaka in the South Island down here. Could have done it perfectly down here, gone up the way for some glaciers. Yeah, no doubt. But this. There's a certain. Fair amount more of that sort of. Uh, desolation kind of aspect to the scenery up that way, I guess. Which I don't know if New Zealand. I'm sure you could capture somewhere down here. But sort of more. Like I said, slight difference. Kind of that sort of. I mean, like you said, Lord of the Rings y sort of appeal. Anyway, so it's this massive. He's basically going on a scavenger hunt, and then at the end of he's, pieces together an axe and it's like ah my axe we used to say it but it's just kind of like after all that <laughs> it's like epic shots of scenery and he's diving into like ice frosty water to get things he did this for an axe for an axe anyway it's a winter metal for you uh, next up is a song by terrorizer Long-standing terrorizer, new song Invasion. It's coming up from a new album, Caustic Attack, due out on the 12th of October. I almost said that wrong, Caustic Attack. This is produced by the world-famous Jason Sukov out of uh, Audio Hammer Studios. Production quality is going to be up there, and this is really this is. If you're not too familiar with terrorizer, this is really just at its heart, just some um, quality old-school death metal. Really, it's what we're talking about. And speaking of sort of packing a good punch for what they deliver. Uh, Hate Eternal have debuted a new song, What Lies Beyond, from the upcoming Upon Desolate Sands, which is due out on the 26th of October through Seasons of Mist. And again, I have a feeling that Hate Eternal fans, but you know, if you're just a fan of the band or you like the music, this is one for you. It's always a good thing, you know, typically. So, there we go. Now, this interesting one here, uh, there's a band called Omnium Gatherum. I think it's through, I think this one's through Century Media. I have it written down. They have a new song, Refining Fire. It's coming out from the video Burning Cold. From Century Media Records at the 31st of October. It's got sort of a seemingly, uh, I guess, what do you call it? A melodic, melodic death metal-y kind of sound. Kind of standard, kind of standard fear, so I guess fans of the band. Certainly uh, potentially some of the earlier stuff, or maybe an album or two beforehand, uh, would be one for them. The video itself is kind of just a random performance piece again. Random shots of, of, of bad Photoshop the band members into a river. And um, if I could give some advice to the camera guy, just maybe call it with all the close-ups on the vocalist and his, his head. It's, and kind of, uh, not sure exactly what's going on there. Maybe I read the lyrics or other videos might give some context to what's going on. I don't know. It's a refining fire. The album's The Burning Cold. Specifically cold about the scenery that they're showing in that one, but uh, or anything specifically fire related. Anyway. Omnium, Gatherum, if you're a fan of them, Melodic Death Metal, you kind of know what that is. We're moving on to Soulfly now, uh, so good old fashioned Soulfly. Now they have a new song for Evil Empowered, 
uh, new album Ritual coming out whenever it is this is Soulfly so as soon as the song kicks in you kind of know that it's Soulfly you know your ears have been listening to Soulfly since they sort of came about really you know Sepultura with Max Cavalera without Soulfly and you've got Cavalera Conspiracy and all the other sort of uh, work that he's done so your ears are very well familiar with Max Cavalera and his style of music this is his song kicks off uh, but this song, uh, and I think it's sort of been hinted at previous albums where he sort of branched out from his usual. He's, he isn't sticking to his, his typical mono blast growl, mono growl blasting, whatever. Mono, I've written that as mono blast growl. I think mono growl sounds a bit better. You know what I'm talking about. You know, his, his typical kind of way of uh, metal vocalizing. He's at least he's trying. He's trying something new, uh, a bit of variety. If you will, trying to inject a little bit of uh, pushing the envelope a wee bit for himself, which I think is good. A bit of interestingness to the video there. And so, the album, looking forward to this album. Yeah, I guess, sure. Ritual. It's Soulfly, so ultimately, I don't think it's going to be. You know, Soulfly always sort of knows its audience, so there we go. Uh, new song, Day Aside. Uh, new song from them, uh, Seal the Tomb. From the album Overtures of Blasphemy, they had uh, it's communicated out not too long ago. So, the new album, I'm sure you're aware if you're a Darrowside fan, you're uh, champing at the bit for that one. Imperialist is a band out, uh, assuming American. The, um, certainly, this is a very sort of American black metal sound. It's sort of black metal inspired, but you know, definitely not of that sort of, you know, what they were the first, second wave, whatever it is, of black metal. Well, Scandinavian, anyway, shape and form, sort of... I get that feeling. I'm not a, like a huge aficionado of the black metals, but uh, if you call it American black metal, you'd be like, yeah, I can see that. And these guys have sort of a sci-fi bent to their sort of aesthetic and their lyrics and that sort of stuff, so I guess... It's, I'm not sure about lyrics, but... That's only the, the sort of um, the aesthetics of it, so... No. Not the usual black metal fare for the imageries, but the new song, uh, The Singularity from the album Cypher. Uh, there you go. It's got a big spaceship on the front cover. So very black metal in that respect. <laughs> uh, jokes aside. Now there's kind of uh, European-y uh, power metal song here out by a power metal band, uh, The Unity, featuring Gamma Ray members apparently. So if you know the band Gamma Ray. Uh, new lyric video for No Hero. That's out now. That's on the playlist. Yeah, like I said, some. As far as I can tell, again, I'm not a super. I listen to it, but I'm not a, a huge uh, uh, aficionado. I'm not an expert on the European power metals, but it sort of sounds in that sort of vein of things. And finally, uh, it's a new Vred. I'm saying that wrong. It's a Norwegian band, V R E I D. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Black Rights and the Black Knights. Lyric video. I'm sure fans of the band will be happy. Sound, I think, is more or less intact. You know, that's pretty. I don't think any of these sort of bands are sort of being like, oh, fans have just been disgusted. Their new sound and experimentation is just rah. Although I will say, and this might put some people off, fans of the band, that is. This lyric video is for a song that's in English. So I'm just going to leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. <coughs> Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, getting on a bit. Time to move on to our tours now. 
there's a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, I don't have any updated recent new tours. Uh, for a little while, I saw one or two internationals, I think, added, and I didn't get the details for it. And uh, no locals, unfortunately. I'm sure there are plenty going around. There, no, I do. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Um, should share more of these things on the Facebooks. What I'm going to start doing is just going to share some of these local ones on Facebook because otherwise I'm just going to forget about them. And what I'm going to do is open it up now. Yes, so here we go. Um, yeah, so as I say on Facebook, the countdown to 2018 is officially on. The first show that I've seen announced for December has been uh, been revealed in Christchurch. Blazed and confused Dos, the th uh, second one. First one was last year, I believe. The Great Southern Doom Fest. So far, this is from Big Dog Entertainment, featuring Wolf Wizard, Slum Bug, Pieces of Molly, and Yarn Spinner. It's in Christchurch on the 1st of December. Saturday the 1st of December, so there we go, so looking forward to that one, if you're going to go, and something massive, reasonably massive looking, um, what am I saying? I didn't even look at the time of that one, did I? <laughs> Slightly beforehand, uh, 8th of December, massive one, Tombstone Entertainment presents Tombstone 1, another kind of festival type thing, uh, big, big thing really, I should say not festival, but Carnal, Vixen Execution, Metal Tower, Meth Christ, and Suave are in Christchurch on the 8th of December. There's a new city hotel. So there we go. So I don't know what's happening in Dunedin this weekend or anything, but... Uh, oh yeah, and apparently, uh, according to Facebook news uh, that I posted, the uh, website Toilet of Hell, so that's Toilet, T-O-I-L-E-T, T-O-I-L-E-T-O-V, for of, Hell, H-E-L-L, is... Uh, on the when is it 12th of August, did a thing about New Zealand bands, and they sort of pitted Ulcerate, Sinister, Sinistrous, Diabolus, Stalker, Bellicist, I think, uh, Sentia, Beast Wars, Vesicant, I don't know, is that the right? And another band which has got uh, some umlauts over the O. Uh, New Zealand bands uh, against each other in some sort of voting thing. People are like I don't know what's going on. Well, it's probably Ulcerate will probably come out on top because that's the one with the relapse records. Uh, you know, internationally speaking. But in terms of... Let's click that away. Bugger off now, Facebook. Enough of you. In terms of international bands, this one's coming up in the next couple of days. 21st uh, and the 22nd of August, so very, very shortly. Arch Spire, or Arch Spire, they're a technical uh, death metal outfit from Canada. They will be touring uh, on the 21st, they're in Whammy Bar, and the 22nd, they're in Valhalla in Wellington. In Wellington, Mercy will be playing alongside uh, All Connect To Me. Is that All Connect To Me? I haven't gotten around to writing these bands that support it, in order of the tier. So whoever's uh, supporting them locally, uh, this um, international well, Canadian band. That's by, they've got some Australian shows as well. Coming up in September, Aborted. 17th of September in Auckland, 18th of September in Christchurch, and 19th of September in Wellington. Uh, the Christchurch gig is supported by Organectomy, Blindfold Led to the Woods, and Dust. The other bands, uh, the other bands have got other places. I'll just say that for now. Just, just running through things quickly. Uh, Black Daily Murder at the end of September, so Saturday the 29th of September in Wellington. Scorn of Creation, Dark Divinity, Grey Skies Over Rapture, our Support Axe, or Black Daily Murder between September and Wellington. On the 30th of September, they're in Auckland with Silent Torture and Distractatron. 
Ah, I forgot to do middle homework because I saw it torture. Give me a second. Uh, Demi Bogger, special guest Earthrot, 14th of October. Yeah, it's probably selling really well. So uh, get all your massive goth boots uh, all sorted for that one. You know the ones I'm talking about, those big sort of, they look like work boots, but they've got too many buckles. Um, that is Murder, the Death Dealers New Zealand tour with Exile. 18th of October in Wellington, 19th of October in Auckland, and 20th of October in Christchurch. I think for these, this, this takes so long, I'm just going to start. Well, obviously, whenever there's a new tour announced, I read through the whole thing, so at least we give it that chance. But I think I might just start doing, because the draw cards are the international banks. The, it's awesome to see the local bands being supported in them, but um, typically it's sort of the icing on the cake, isn't it? Uh, Scorner Creation has a tour and they're, they're bringing um, Depth, Silent Torture, Decimated Kings, Grace Guys, The Raptors, Mercy, Seas of Conflict, and others uh, supporting their slots up and down the country. They're in uh, Wellington on the 21st of October, Auckland on the 1st of November, Christchurch on the 2nd of November, and Dunedin on the 3rd of November. And I believe being the closest one to Dunedin, Decimated King and Silent Torches from what I can read from the tiny, tiny post I printed out. I need to get a bigger one, but that's for November, so we weigh, no, wait yet. Shows are $10 except for the one with Black Daily Murder. Fozzy, Judas Rising, uh, 7th of November, it's studio in Auckland, so if you're a fan of the band Fozzy, go check him out. Recently announced, um, Sinsanum. They have a new album, and that's part of the Metal Homework as well. Repulsion for Humanity with Bullet Bout. 11th of November at Whammy Bar in Auckland, and the 13th of November in Wellington. Valhalla, so a fair way away. There's quite a few. Uh, the UK's Conan. They're a monumentally brutal stoner doom three piece. Uh, got a new album, new songs out at least? I don't know. Uh, and then uh, Seattle band, monolithic doom metal duo Bellwitch. They're going to be in Wellington on the 12th of November and in Auckland at Whammy Bar on the 13th. Go check them out there. A um, magnificence of uh, Amen Ra. A Belgian band. Um, going to be in New Zealand. Uh, Wellington on the 19th of November and on the 20th at Whammy Bar in Auckland. And finally, oh here we go. We've got a massive smash fest. This one's over three days, is it? From the 4th to the 7th of January 2019, Smash Fest 7 at Smash Palace in Gisborne. Uh, with Vixen Execution, Opium Eater, Silent Torture, Into Orbit, Vixen uh, Execution Campaign, sorry, uh, Remote Exordium Moors, Dark Divinity, Perverter, Aura of Chaos, Forsaken Age, Scholism, Metal Tower, Unify, and more. So, looking all good all round. So that's in January, that's 2019. So that is everything rounding up. Alright, so this is a podcast, I'll leave you to it now, thanks for listening, and uh, it may have gone over a wee bit, but never mind, thanks for listening, and see you next time.